You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hey y'all, Nadia Okamoto here, back for another episode of Tigress. I hope you all have been doing well. I know for me, I am personally feeling really good today because it is our first ever Mindfulness Friday, which is something we're trying out here at August. We started really feeling, I think collectively as a team, that you know, startup life is hard, but also we look at the world and we're like, what the fuck is going on? We're two years into a pandemic. There's this pending World War III. We're waking up to headlines about violence and terrifying, you know, just so much shit in the world that makes us not feel the most positive or hopeful. And I think at the same time, I remember our team, me and Chesley, our chief of staff, we were sitting down looking at the calendar of federal holidays of weeks off. And we're like, oh, there isn't one until May. And so we're trying out this thing called Mindfulness Fridays, where the first Friday of every month is going to be an optional work day that you can spend either sleeping in, doing some errands, catching up on deep work and just doing, you know, work on your own so that you can reset and just be ready for the week ahead. So I'm feeling good because I think that this day is something that I needed for a while. And I'm spending my Mindfulness Friday here with all of you in the DCP studios in Times Square, New York City, recording some episodes of Tigris and episodes that I think I've been wanting to do for a long time that have been the topics that I journal about and have really been obsessing over myself. And one of those topics is what I want to talk about in this episode, which is about feeling uh, just overall terrified walking around New York City right now as an Asian American woman. And this anxiety of how do I defend myself, the scariness of walking around alone is not new anxiety. And um, I know I'm not alone in this anxiety as well for all intensive purposes in this episode. I'm just going to be talking about my personal experience because that is all I know. So I think for me, I was very much conditioned and trained by my mom to always be alert. And I think that's very necessary. And it was necessary, especially for my single mom who wasn't going to be able to drive me around everywhere or pick me up from after school activities. Like I've had to learn how to take the subway on my own or navigate public transportation on my own since maybe I was like seven. So 
which I think is pretty young in comparison to a lot of my peers. So this, this idea of being on high alert, watching out for myself and especially being uh, on high alert for old men has been something that is not new to me. I think from a very young age, I was hyper aware of what I was wearing, not making eye contact. Uh, I developed a practice really early on with cell phones of like pretending like I'm on a call with my mom, literally having my phone in my ear being like, hello. Yeah, no, totally. I'll be there in a second. I'm right around the corner. And just saying things like that and being outwardly loud about it, because I always kind of convinced myself that I was less likely to be kidnapped if I was on the phone because then someone could hear it. But also my mom would tell me, make sure that I'm not wearing loose clothing uh, that someone could grab onto. Um, I had long hair for a really long time. So making sure that my hair isn't even out or it's also not in a ponytail because someone could grab it and bring me in, right? Making sure like where I'm walking on the sidewalk to make sure I'm not too close to the cars because then the parked cars could pull me in. But I'm also not too close to like the buildings because like a dark alleyway or a dark doorway, I could be pulled in, right? So I think I've always grown up, especially in New York City, of being on like high alert, especially at night, especially when I'm the only one on the street. Um, And I think that, you know, over the last two, three years, I've primarily not been walking around at night, right? Quarantine, social isolation, it's been more like in my bedroom or in the apartment reading the headlines. But the city has started to open up. And along with the city, New York City opening up, we're also at even more serious mental health and homelessness crisis in the city. And that's something that I think a lot of the city is aware of. It's been written about. It's something that I think the mayor's office is also reprioritizing. COVID has not made it any easier. And I think that as the city opens up, to me, what I've been feeling, and I think I've been talking a lot with my peers, is it feels like there's also a lot more headlines about women being attacked by mainly men, or if not totally by men, um, randomly in instances of violence and hate crimes. And, you know, I think especially as an Asian American woman, I felt this even further over the last few years with the heightened levels of anti-Asian hate crimes, both, or just not even hate, official hate crimes, but just like discrimination, hate, um, vitriol, And of course, very much perpetuated by the former president of the United States who called it Kung flu or um, the China virus. And, you know, I think as an Asian woman, my mom and history books have taught me that there is a history of deep violence against and fetishization of Asian women throughout our history, especially in the U.S. And that was very heightened and came clear about a year ago in March, 2021, when there was the shooting at an Atlanta spa of eight people, seven of whom were Asian women working at the spa. And the white male shooter who, uh, when asked what the motivation was, explained that he was eliminating the temptation of Asian women and was referring to his obsession and sexualization of Asian women, right? And so I think that that was was one of many instances of Asian women being attacked in this wave of anti-Asian hate that very much accompanied the the rhetoric around the coronavirus and in proximity to China. 
And it's hard for me to talk about because I feel this like deep seated anxiety and almost like panic. And I feel so much anger when I talk, especially about the Atlanta shooting to me, it was, it's such a clear hate crime. And yet there's still debate over whether or not it was fucking racially motivated. And it's something that I think also brought to national tension even further that anti-Asian hate violence against Asian women is very real and very present. And we've seen a recent resurgence of those similar headlines in New York City in the last month. One month ago, Michelle Alyssa Go was pushed in front of the subway and died. And she was pushed by a homeless man who had right before been intimidating a woman who was not Asian American. So there's this debate of whether or not it was racially motivated. But I think in my personal experience, regardless of whether or not there's going to be the technicality that it's defined as being racially motivated, at the end of the day, she looked like me. And it makes me hyper aware that someone who looks like me has recently gotten pushed in front of the subway without any provocation. She was 40 years old working at Deloitte. And I also know people who've worked with her. And I think to hear of her background, to hear of where she was in midday and for that to happen does kind of remind you of what can happen either when you're not being careful or when you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. And less than a month later, we also see the news of Christina Yuna Lee, who was followed into her apartment late at night, uh, followed into her apartment by a stalker and stabbed 40 times in her bathroom. And instances like that, that I think in the last month have brought new awareness, I think to me, and like feeling like all of these fears and anxiety that I've had of being a young woman walking around the city by myself, especially as someone who's very public about my life on social media every day, it's felt like a lot of the headlines have validated a lot of those fears, right? Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save money on your insurance? Of course you would. After all, who wouldn't love a great deal, right? And when it comes to great rates on insurance for all of the things in your life, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners, condo, or renters coverage. You could save even more with a special discount when you bundle your coverages. Plus, add the easy-to-use Geico mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And choosing to switch to Geico becomes an easy choice. Switch to and see all the ways you could save with great rates and discounts. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent and get started seeing how much you could save. This show is part of the Pro-Democracy Podcast Coalition. I think most of us agree that in a functioning democracy, the winner should be determined by the voters. Well, that almost didn't happen in 2020. Now, extremists are working to intimidate and replace nonpartisan election workers with quote-unquote yes-men who might reject election results. The only thing that will stop them is us. We've partnered with the grassroots pro-democracy organization, Represent Us, to give you the tools you need to protect free and fair elections. Learn more and get involved. Visit represent.us pod to learn more. And like just two weekends ago, I believe four different people fell in front of the subway tracks, either pushed or self-inflicted. And literally this past weekend, some woman was hit on the head with a hammer in New York City. And yesterday, 
a man was arrested for seven counts of a hate crime for in the span of a few hours, um, violently attacking different Asian women. And again, like it's terrifying because like this has happened over the last two months. And I'm not saying that these are new instances of violence against women, but I do think that the narrative of anti-Asian hate over the last three years with COVID, the violence against Asian American women last March in Atlanta, coupled with Christina Yuna Lee, Michelle Lissago, and seeing kind of the reactions even of media and the police in response to those has, I feel like, heightened the level of awareness that me and other young women have felt walking around the city by themselves. And it's not just Asian women, right? I'm not saying that this is I, this is in, in any way like only Asian women are scared. Like I'm hearing this from all my female friends. And, you know, I think for me, it's given me, I think, a lot also more awareness and recognizing my own privilege because I've talked to a lot of my friends who are black women about how this is something that they've been living with their whole lives, right? Seeing violence against specifically black women, targeted at black women, targeted at black people, black communities, throughout the last few centuries, right? And I do think that I've felt a lot of, you know, push to be more empathetic with that as well because seeing people like Michelle Go, Christina Lee, who look like me and hearing even about the attacks being racially motivated, it does hit you and brings you to more awareness than I think that I've been aware of in the last, before this year. And so then it brings me to this like next thing of like, okay, well then what do we do about it? Right? Like my Henry asked me last year because he had some friends of his who were doing like ally training and uh, self-defense training. If I wanted to do that, or if I wanted him to do that about being about active bystander training. And I had told him no, that I didn't think it was necessary, but at the same time that I was very, very much feeling nervous. And Henry and I had to have a lot of conversation where he really talked me through feeling comfortable ordering Ubers when I was walking home at, alone at night because it made it made him really nervous as well, I think, being aware of the headlines and also knowing that I can be really cheap about buying myself Ubers. I always want to, like, walk home if it's within two miles because I hate Uber in New York City, so expensive. But it was a very real conversation we had to have of really making sure that I was going to put myself into the safest situation because he was also concerned with me and watching me as well. And I think that that was something that's a new development that I've had, but also is an expensive habit to have, right? When I'm walking home alone at night, can I, do I have the option to take an Uber and how that adds up? And me and my friends have been talking about like, do we take self-defense classes? And I absolutely need to, I've actually never taken one, but at the same time, I think that it's the added, like as much as self-defense as I can know, if someone is actively coming out of the dark and harming you, what are you going to be able to do, right? There are so many viral TikToks right now about what tools you should order from Amazon, whether it be like pepper spray or those different alarms or there are different bracelets that you can alert and like it'll send your location to like police and like five close contacts. And I think that these are all things that I've been feeling a lot more than I ever have in like the last 10 years of my adolescence, which is like that all of the nervousness that I've had around being kidnapped or attacked at, at night or being murdered are suddenly being validated. And it's just honestly a really scary time in New York City, I think, to be a young woman walking around. But then it's also like a really scary time to be alive in this world. Like 
what is this moment that we wake up and we're reading headlines of like a pending World War III? And, you know, I had to have conversations with literally some of my investors about planning for a potential issue with our supply chain if China joins a potential World War III and then would fight on the side of Russia. Like these are conversations that I'm having to have where while people are like, oh, that'll never happen. They're real conversations we're having to have, right? Working internationally from a business perspective, but also just like being someone who cares deeply about humanity. And, you know, for me, like I am a privileged U.S. teen that's living in New York City and in Times Square recording my podcast. But at the same time, like I um, at the same time, like I grew up in New York City post 9-11, a few blocks from the World Trade Center, where I was very aware of like potential war and then the conversation of war and invasion of Afghanistan. Like these are the pivotal current events that my generation has grown up with. And I think for what's happening in the world right now, like, and then everything in New York, like this is literally my emotion and narrative as I wake up every day and listen to my daily podcast of the daily by the New York times. Like there's so much anxiety and fear and all very valid concerns ranging from world war three to am I going to get attacked or kidnapped or murdered as I walk home? And I think that for me, it's like been something that I've been talking to Henry about a lot because as someone who does have a following on social media, and I do love sharing so much of my life with social media and I'm not always the most careful, right? Like I have sometimes like been approached in restaurants and I never mind it, but sometimes it's because I posted like, Hey, I'm at this restaurant. And then someone's like, Oh, I came here because I saw you at this restaurant, right? Like I am not the most careful about that. And I really need to be, especially because I have had experiences of uh, being stalked in the past or I've had friends who've gotten into really bad situations with it. And then we read about things like Christina Unalee, who's murdered by her stalker. Right. And I mean, it definitely doesn't feel good to also have like very popular TV shows like you on Netflix be about stalkers who murder. Right. Like these are all concerns. And I think fear and anxiety that I'm very much having. And um, it's just a really scary time that we're living in right now. And as I've talked a lot more to like the August community and even just like the following I have on social media, I think what I've been feeling a lot for my peers is just this like anxiety, but also like feeling of helplessness. Like what are we supposed to do and how are we supposed to maintain hope in this world and even like maintain uh, energy and motivation to fight for the things that we need to, whether it be like pushing our government to continue prioritizing the climate crisis, right? Like in every aspect of what's happening in the world right now, I think that it kind of feels like it's turning to shit. And I think that what I've been trying to do is like contextualize also being a human and an individual who has to make the best of our situations in the moment at the same time as doing everything that we can to advocate for the issues that we care about. Right. Like part of having mindfulness Friday today is recognizing that we live in a crazy world, but we're still doing the job, showing up to work every day because we have to make a living, right? And we're still having to take care of ourselves because we aren't going to give up and we can't give up, right? And doing everything you can in the moment you're living in to keep yourself safe and be aware. I do think it's really important that you pay attention to the news so you know what's going on and you know what the risks are. I do think that it's really helpful to have resources and opportunities to you know, learn self-defense and things like that. These are all things to be aware of. And I guess I'm just sharing this and ranting to you because like, this is something that I'm thinking about constantly. Every time I leave the house, every time I step onto the subway, I think of Michelle Goh, Christina Unilee. Like these are things that I'm constantly thinking about over the last couple months. 
And I want you to know if you're out there being like, what is happening in the world? How am I supposed to have hope? How am I supposed to stay sane? Like, I'm fucking right there with you. But I just want you to know, like, you're not alone in feeling that way. And I please like share any resources because I'm still learning as well of like how we can support and take action on issues like what's happening in Ukraine and showing up and doing the advocacy and support for grassroots organizations there. Like there are things that we can do while also maintaining our own mindfulness and sanity, because that's also important as well for self-preservation, community preservation, and making sure that we get through this really difficult moment. So with that, I'm just sending love to all of you out there. And, um, I'm just praying for the families of Michelle Go, Christina Lee, and uh, the families of all the people who've lost their family members to violence and violence against women. Um, and yeah, I just hope everybody stays safe. And with that, I will talk to y'all later. I love you so much. Please stay safe. And hit me up if you know the best pepper spray brands because I've been doing research. And we will talk soon. Bye, y'all. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.